Welcome back to the mailroom, where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. My name is Steven. This is Tyler. My name is Ross. And we have a guest for you today. His name is Kevin Barlow, and he is a production coordinator on, wait for it, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we are so close to Beverly Hills. You're driving down Rodeo (laughs) Drive on your way to work. You probably see all the places they're shooting at. I, I see the... The Real Housewives every every day. Uh, I doubt. That, <laughs> I, I never. I've never seen them. I don't really even know what they look like. It I was definitely say. cool to hear from Kevin about you know the reality side of things. We had we have so many friends that watch so much reality television, and you don't really think about what goes into it. And Kevin's Kevin's here giving some stories about his career, and it's it's just been a fun fun interview with him. Kevin Barlow, everybody. <laughs> Production coordinator. Tell us what it is you do. And right now you're working on Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Beverly Hills. What's your what's your day in the life? Day uh, in, in life. In the, in the Beverly Hills Real Housewives. Um, so I, I feel like production coordinating, it kind of differs between shows. Like RuPaul's more of like a stage show. Um, and uh, Real Housewives is more like a run and gun type. Uh, we're shooting at a different location every day. We have smaller crews, so... Day-to-days change, but on Housewives, um, when we're shooting, usually I'll come in, I'm the later guy, so I'll come in, um, we have three crews, so these three crews will have three different locations that they'll be going to throughout the day, shoot the Housewives, doing whatever they're, they're doing, usually going to like a restaurant, or they're going shopping, or they're just doing house reality, and while those crews are out, um, we're just kind of planning for, you know, the upcoming days. Usually I'm the one who... Um, I'm in contact with most of our uh, vendors for like rental stuff. So whenever we need anything, I'm the one kind of calling like if we got to rent a minivan, like I'm the one calling Hertz or Enterprise, renting those. Or if we need like a special slider or something for a scene, like I'm the one calling that vendor for that. I'm also really in charge of keeping track of like uh, our production reports. So while our crews are out there the whole time, I'll be in contact with our production assistant kind of saying like, how's it going? You guys on the schedule? Just making sure that they're breaking on time, if they are having issues with anything, I'm the one they call. So, so you're really on location every single day? No, so I'm actually in the office every day. You're in the office, but, and where's that office located? Uh, we're in Burbank. Okay. So they're filming over in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and then you're up in Burbank doing whatever they need done for mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. It's a lot of putting out fires of, of what's going on during the day. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of problem solving. Usually it's pretty smooth. Um, we're about to start the 12th season um, on Housewives, so it's kind of like a well-oiled machine at this point. I've been on shows that have been, you know, first or second season that are just, you're putting out fires every day just because of, people aren't used to it, but we, we usually have the same crew um, for every season housewife, so everyone knows exactly what they're doing. They know their role. They have problems they know to talk to. So it's it's really smooth, it's, and that's probably why uh, I love working on that show so much because it's such a smooth, easy, easy show. When does your job as production coordinator come into play? Is it before they even start casting for the show? Yeah. So we actually are doing some casting right now. Okay. They they cast every year, no matter if they're gonna if they plan on replacing one of the our cast members or not, they kind of just do it. Um, but we're basically on almost year round. There are a few months where uh, we're in post and they're still doing like pickups and stuff. So there are some production people on there, 
but that I'm not personally on there. But production is literally basically a year-round thing. Like they have my line producer, they have my production manager, and the production assistant are literally year-round. Um, everyone else on production is they kind of leave and come back and do whatever um, in their free time. But that's uh, that's usually just on ship. Like th that's not normal. Um, it's just this show is. Um, it's such a popular show and it's mm -hmm. literally, they, they know that the season's just going to keep going. So that's why they had that. Usually, uh, productions I'm on, like you'll shoot for like four months and then it's done. Um, and then it'll go to post and like the only person from production will be like the line producer. Um, so it's a little, a little different from most other productions. How, how long have you been working for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Uh, I started as a production assistant actually. I worked on a show called X's on the Beach. Uh, it's on MTV. Uh, and I met a producer on that show, and we kind of got close, and I did, I was pretty new to L.A., and I um, kind of just asked him if we could get coffee one time, just so I could, like, learn more about how he um, got to where he's at, and he actually um, introduced me to someone, the line producer on Housewives. Wow. He brought me on to do some day playing, so I would come on in PA, like, every once in a while for them, because they already had a full crew, and then the following season, they brought me on full-time as an office PA. And then I just keep coming back and every season I've been on since then. So I've been on since season nine. And so how many years has that been? About two, it, three. About three years. Three years. And yeah. what season are they on now? We're about to shoot 12. Okay. So it's a, it's a season a year. Basically, yes. Cool. And you've moved up the ranks. You started as production assistant to office PA and now production coordinator. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear a little bit more about just that route as well, especially for our listeners of just what is the normal route of doing an onset show? Uh, is it why is this different than other shows as well? Like you were saying that this unscripted version of Real Housewives is going to be maybe a little different than mm -hmm. a miniseries or a Breaking Bad television show. Um, so, what is the route that you go through, and then how, where are you eventually going to be? Uh, so it's hard for me to compare it to anything uh, scripted. So I don't know how different uh, the scripted world come up is compared to production. But, um, I mean, you really just have to start as a production assistant. And it's kind of a grind. You don't make a lot of money. You make basically minimum wage. You work mm -hmm. really long hours. How many? What are those hours like? Um, usually, if you're on set, it's it's minimum like 12 hours. Like every single day. And how about the times? What, like, do you know, remember what time? It was that you would show up. Uh, it, it varies, especially on this show, because, you know, sometimes we'll be doing, like, early morning uh, stuff. The, like, we'll have the cast going on, like, a hike in the morning. Or they'll be, like, eating, like, a late dinner. So, like, sometimes you'll be coming in at, like, 5.30. You'll show up to the office to get all, like, the equipment, and then you'll go off. Or sometimes you'll show up at, like, 11 a.m., and you won't wrap until, like, midnight. It, it really depends Jeez. on the shoots. That is a life for sure. Yeah, it's a grind for sure. Um, and then, so that's production assistant. Mm -hmm. What is the role of then doing an office PA? Office PA and field PA are the same. Field PA, field PA is when you're on set. And then office PA, you're in an office. Basically, office. yeah, you're just in the office kind of just assisting with everyone what they need to do. What I did, I did a lot of, um, it's all like paperwork and administrative stuff. And you're kind of, you're the one going on runs if we need anything. And I mean, you're, you're doing so many things, getting lunches, coffee, like the normal, normal stuff. Um, and I was even doing a bit of accounting stuff um, okay. as well, which is that's really what differs between the field PA 
and the office PA is just more paperwork um, compared to like doing more of the grunt work. So you're getting almost like a 360 view of this entire production. Like you're seeing what it's like on the set and then you're seeing what it's like behind the scenes with mm-hmm. the accounting and the billing and the producers of, of, and what do you like more? It, I, I feel like I go back and forth. Like um, I'll be on a show where I'm like in the field for six months and then I mean when you're doing those hours for six months straight you get really tired of it and you just kind of want to be in the office because uh, office hours are usually, you're paid on a 12-hour day, um, but I mean, I'm rarely in the office for 12 hours. It's usually like 10. Um, so I was just so in the field on... Nicer, oh, right? it's way nicer. I mean, when, you, when you're working 12 hours a day, there's really no room during the week for you to do much else besides I, kind of work and then go to bed. I will say that, like, I feel like when you are doing something and you're keeping yourself busy the whole time, especially on a set... I'd have to imagine those 12 hours go by very quickly. And probably even though it's shorter hours in the office, I could imagine those might go by a little slower. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So literally when you're on set, I mean, sometimes they're so crazy. Like those 12 hour days go by so fast. Yeah. Wow. And then sometimes the the office day, that is one part about the office days that I do hate is sometimes they do drag. That's why sometimes I prefer the field to the office. But now that I'm the production coordinator on Housewives, I'm kind of, I'm usually mostly in the office, but for our bigger shoots, they want more production um, people in the field. So they'll usually send me out on like the Friday or Saturday shoots when they're like bigger scale stuff. So I kind of get a good mix of field and office. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, I know, at least for me, I don't like, and I feel like for most people in the industry, I don't like doing the same thing for too long. So it's mm-hmm. nice to mix it up, get those apples and oranges mm-hmm. here and there. Totally. That's very fun. Um, and so now you're a production coordinator. You've moved up the ranks. Where does that go from there? Uh, so I want to I'm want to stay in the production route. So my end goal is kind of like a line producer. Um, and a line producer is... Um, basically the one who is in charge of all the money and the budgeting on a production. Um, um, And so from now I go from coordinator and then I'd have to be a production manager. uh, And then for production manager, uh, you will eventually uh, become a line producer, but it's kind of, it's really, it's really tough um, making that jump from production manager to line producer. I don't plan on, being a line producer for probably another could be like five six years just because like you had to put in that the work at least two three years for like each kind of level uh, before you get there right but end goal line producer and then possibly um down the road maybe work for a network do production for a network you mentioned five six years how old are you right now when did you graduate uh graduated 2018 i just turned 26 you just turned 26 that's looking about like 31, 32 in order to, for you to get to like a fully established mm-hmm. position of what you want. I feel like that's very reasonable for the entertainment industry. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like 10, 15 years is usually the maximum. What if, if you usually graduate around 22 and you're doing even less than 10. Mm-hmm. So do you notice that, like, I don't know if it's different, but in this Real Housewives world where you're doing unscripted, you're doing documentaries, you're doing all these types of shows, is it is the ranks a little quicker to move up? Like, do you see a lot of mobility in these shows or 
how does it work? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily this um, show particularly. People move up quick. It's more of like based on what I found is working for the same production company. Um, okay. So I, I work for Evolution Media. Um, they produce shows like they do Vanderpump Rules. They do The Hills. Um, and then Evolution Media produces Real Housewives yes. of Beverly Hills? Yeah. Okay, so you are attached to Evolution Media. Yeah, so Drag Race was actually the first show I that is not an Evolution show that I did, like, first time in, like, two years. And when, when did you do that? Um, so the whole summer, basically, from... Uh, I would finish the last season of Housewives back in late February... Of twenty twenty one. Of twenty twenty one. Uh huh. Um, and then so that's I, a long season. Then you're so you're about to be doing Real Housewives from now again until February twenty twenty two. And uh, after we finished that season, um, I took a few weeks off. I went home, um, and then I got hit up actually about RuPaul's, um, and then that started late March. So I had about a month off, and then that went from late March to. Uh, like early August is when we wrapped, um, and then I hop right back to Evolution Media after that. And they so are you a contract employee with Evolution Media? Or are you a freelance employee? I, I'm freelance, but a lot of my work, like um, because I've I've worked on so many shows at, at Evolution, I've been there for so long. I kind of like I'm on like the roster of. Um, production people so like they, they're constantly developing new shows and Evolution Media is great I love working for them um, because they're constantly putting out new stuff like they're always shooting like four or five shows at a time once a show ends my line producer will usually you know tell Evolution Media like hey this guy's available um, and like they'll know so like if they have a new show coming up um, you know they, they, they like to keep all the Evo people you know in the same family just because you know everyone knows each other, it's, it's so much easier when you work with the same people. You know how each person works. And right. It's just, it's more fluid, um, which Evolution does a good job keeping everyone together. I think it's very important to find a working family like that where you can always be uh, accounted for and, and looped in. So this line producer guy that is, he's your supervisor, I take it? Yeah. Is he also, would you say, your mentor in all of this? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So how does that, how did that relationship even happen? Is this the guy you got coffee with a while back or? Um, so this isn't, this is, uh, a, this is his friend. Okay. Like a friend of the guy I got coffee with. Got it. Let, let's stick with that for a second because, I mean, I know, at least for this industry, getting coffee getting drinks with people is so important mm -hmm. i mean you hear it all the time of like that if you don't already have that family friend who's in the industry you gotta make it your own and, and get that person so i want to go back to that coffee because it seems like that was almost like the catalyst to everything that's happened since then how did you feel about getting that coffee how did you initiate it and like what was that whole experience like um, it was funny because uh, I met the guy on the show, Exes on the Beach, mm -hmm. and um, I ended up, uh, that show wrapped, and I ended up going to a different show, and I was on, I forget which lot it was, it was a studio in downtown, and I just like happened to run into him, um, like out of the blue, and it was it was so bizarre. Wait, and so where did you run into him? Uh, we, were, I, we were shooting different shows, oh. I, we were on completely different shows, like he was literally like walking his dog. Oh wow! And it was so random. We ran into each other. So you and you ran into each other on set, on a set, or was it just like um, how 
in Los Angeles. It was, it was, we were all in like the studio a lot. Um, okay. We met like on the lot. We just like, I was, I forget what I was doing. I was probably like walking to the bathroom or something. And sure. he was like leaving. He was in the office doing development for a show. And we just happened to run into, into each other. And um, we just started talking. Who initiated? Do you, was it you who were like, oh, hey. Or do you remember if it was him who was like. It, it was definitely me. But he did remember me. So that's he, awesome. It, so you were like, like, hey, I don't know. Like, what do you, how did it say? Like. Yeah, I, he remembered my name, which was great, because um, it had been probably like a good month or two since I had last talked to him. Nice. Um, and we just started talking, and then um, I was telling him, like, a good time I had working with him, and I asked him, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty new to this, and I know you've been in the industry for a while, like, would you mind, like, if I could buy you a coffee sometime, just, like, talk to you about how, like, where you started, like, how'd you get um, to where you're at? And he agreed, so then we met for coffee. Um, and we had a pretty long, probably like two hour conversation. Like it was, um, a great conversation. He told me literally everything he's done. Um, and I was telling him how I was, you know, struggling to find like production assistant jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what like, year is this? This is 20, this was 18, 2018, like probably like three or four months after I originally moved out here. Awesome. Um, and he was like, uh, he was telling me how he was on a show, but like they weren't hiring for a few months because they were just you know doing all pre-production and development stuff. Sure. Um, but he told me about his friend um, who worked on Real Housewives. He was a line producer, and uh, he's like, "Let me give you his. Um, I'll give you um, your resume to him, um, and he always needs people." So, uh, and then he ended up hitting me up like literally a few days later, and was like, "Hey, I got your stuff from so and so." Love, we, we have some like uh, need for some day players on some bigger shoots that we're doing so uh, I ended up going in a few times and meeting him and I worked on the show that was kind of my first introduction into Evolution Media um, and then I, I I did that day playing for them for a while and then I actually ended up working on the show of the guy I got coffee with um, that and then he was producing real quick so day playing that's just when you get maybe a text the day before or something that's like you're available come for to be a production assistant on whatever show Mm -hmm. that we're producing yeah it's it's day playing is really just like um they're not full-time like crew members on the show it's kind of like they're coming in because we need like an extra cam op or Mm -hmm. we need like an extra there's bigger lighting setups we need some grips sure um or like with production assistants, like we just need more production. So that's what a day player does. You just kind of get hit up and it's like, hey, are you available? And they'll come in, work the day or two, and then that's that's it. And they'll maybe work again next time we hit them up if we need them. Nice. Yeah. So, okay, so keep, continue the story. Here you um, are, you're day playing for Evolution Media. Yeah, so I was day playing for them, and then I ended up going back to work on the show that uh, the producer I uh, got coffee with eventually, they started shooting production. It was a stage show. I did it for like two months. And I hadn't worked for Evolution for, like, those two months, hadn't heard anything from them. I honestly didn't think I was even going to go back to them because I thought I was just going to keep working with this producer because mm-hmm. um, he, he gets a lot of work. Sure. And then I got a call out of the blue um, from that line producer, and he was like, hey, like, you remember me? Like, uh, I know you're friends with my friend. Like, mm-hmm. um, he recommended me, uh, recommended you to me, and he's like, I, you know, if he recommends me someone, like, I, uh, you know, I, I love to work with them. And this actually wasn't for Housewives. It was for a new show that Evolution was producing. It was called Meet the Frasers. Um, not the best show. Um, 
It was about a medium in like Rhode, Rhode Island and his crazy Italian family. It only had one season. Um, this, is, this was a scripted show. No, this was a reality show. Oh, it was also reality. Yeah, this okay. was also reality. Gotcha. Um, and he, he called me. He's like, the, the, we were doing a new show. Um, the line producer on that show actually works on Housewives too. Um, and, but he is looking for like an office PA. Um, would you be interested in that? And I was like, oh, sure. Because um, I always knew that I wanted to move into the office to become like an office coordinator. Um, so they brought me in, uh, interviewed me and I got the job and that's when I started working full time for evolution. Started with that show and then I went to housewives and after housewives, I went to a show called sex life. And after that, I just hopped on like constant different shows. Like it just kept like, every time I was finished something, uh, evolution would be like, Hey, we need someone for this show. You come here. And I kind of just kept it going and I've basically been there since. And then how did you get RuPaul's Drag Race? So the coordinator um, from last season on my show, she got uh, a production manager job uh, on the show and we worked really well together and she uh, knew I was looking for work and at the time because of COVID, Evolution actually wasn't shooting anything because uh, everything was slowed down because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, so I was looking for work anywhere and um, she hit me up. She's like, hey, I loved working with you. Uh, there's a coordinator spot open at RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, would you be interested in? And uh, I was like, for sure. And I interviewed for it. And um, the um, one of the production supervisors on my show actually worked on Housewives, which helped my favorite because she already knew me. And then they brought me on. I did that for a few months and just hopped right back to Evolution. That all sounds just so fortunate. I mean... I know. It really all snowballed just from that one coffee I got. And um, you just happened to run into this guy that, yeah. on, on a set. If you did do that, you probably would be doing completely different shows. I could be literally inscripted right now. Who knows? Like, who knows? Who knows? And I do want to ask, too. So, like, you seem very passionate just about production, being eventually being a line producer. Where does that stem from? Since I was younger, I've had this weird connection to wanting to move to LA and mm -hmm. do TV. And I really think it was from, uh, I used to watch the Ellen DeGeneres show all the time with my grandma. And I would always, after uh, my, my grandma lived next to my elementary school, and I would mm -hmm. really run home 3.30 after school and watch the last 30 minutes of Ellen's show. And on the show, they have the producer, Andy. Mm -hmm. And I always like thought that he had like, the coolest job ever. Like, I never wanted to be in front of the cameras. I always wanted to be, like, that person behind the scenes that kind of puts it together uh, and that producer. And since then, I just always had an interest. Um, and then when I got to high school, I kind of, like, gave up on thinking I would move to L.A. and do all that. Sure. Because um, even my parents, honestly, they're like, that kind of seems like a bit of a stretch. Like, maybe you should look more into, like, uh, a more traditional job. My dad's a dentist. My mom used to be um, an attorney. So mm -hmm. they, they took more traditional routes. I actually uh, took a video production class in high school. My video production teacher uh, knew I was really interested in it. He could tell. Um, and I actually initially applied to Temple as a finance major. By the time I took this video production class, I had already applied to Temple. And I knew what I wanted to do. Um, and he kind of sat me down one day. And he's like, what do, you, what do you really want to do? It seems like you're really interested in you know, video production, you know, um, doing television. And I told him like what my parents had told me and stuff. And... Um, he had worked in like the local news and stuff uh, in Philadelphia, okay. so he didn't have any like experience television out here. But he gave me kind of his insight on, you know, what it was like working in television in Philadelphia, and he was like, you know, it's not as far fetched as you might think it is. 
Um, and he's like, if you are really passionate about it, which he's like, I can tell you are, you should try it out. And then I ended up changing my major before I started to media studies and production at Temple, um, like right before we started and found out about the LA program that Temple did um, through the film program. And like I said before, I always had a connection to LA. Like I always wanted to move out here and you know do television. Mm-hmm. Never really thought I was going to do it, and, but I had heard so many good things about the Temple program. Right. I mean that Temple program is just amazing. Like mm-hmm. to give clarification on it, the Temple University where we both went to school has this great program where they send kids to LA for what do you do in the summer or semester? I did it my last semester. Your last semester, full semester. They help you get an internship. I did it. Ross did it. Barlow did it. Basically, everyone who's out here from Temple yep. has done the program. And the alumni network now is just so <laughs> vast because of this program. And I think a lot of schools do it, but Temple does it really well of getting people to L.A. And a lot of them end up staying. Mm-hmm. Here you are now, but as, sorry, continue the story. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was basically like I did the, the study away program my uh, my last semester. Um, and did you know you would, did you stay? You just stayed? I Yeah, I got an apartment before I came home. But I when I first came out here, like, I was kind of just going to, you know, I wanted to stay here, mm-hmm. but it was really going to be dependent on, uh, you know, my job opportunities out here. Like if I didn't have anything, like my plan was just to, you know, maybe go back home and then maybe try out to come, maybe try to get a job there. Um, uh, and I interned at a, uh, development company and I thought I wanted to do scripted. What company was that? Uh, it was called, I think they changed their name, but it was called Fabric Entertainment. Um, they had a few big shows that they, um, developed like Burn Notice and Oh, sure. I think it's called Bosch on Amazon. That's a big show. Oh, those are some Done some other stuff, but, um... I was their intern and I honestly absolutely hated it. Like I thought I wanted to do scripted stuff um, and I would just be reading scripts all day. Right. right that's development. Yeah. And just doing coverage. And I thought I would be, I thought I would like it and I was, I was just miserable. I hated it wow. so much. And so um, my, my original plan was I was going to actually do the whole agency route mm-hmm. because I thought I wanted to do development. So I ended up from that internship and from the Temple program, I got an interview at Paradigm for the mailroom. Um, and this was before I realized that I wanted to do production. Um, and I interviewed and they actually offered me the mailroom spot, but I ended up declining it because I was, I just like, I had been on sex. I had another internship at the late, late show with James Corden. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and I just loved being on set so much more than being in that office doing script coverage that I decided that I was just going to decline the offer. And then I was just going to come out here and just freelance in production. And um, it was a real struggle at first, but somehow worked out. That is a great story. I mean, in the end of the day, it just came full circle. You started with Ellen, watching Ellen, and then you were like, oh, like, I want to do the classic TV film, you know, do development and for scripted TV shows. And then here you are. You found, I guess, that passion again, kind of more in this unscripted either talk show, reality, or mm-hmm. competition. So you do really like that uh, that unscripted space over uh, the scripted space for production? Yeah, I, I've only worked... I worked on two, uh, like, small feature films. They were okay. like, like, indie stuff. They were sure. short, lower budget. And, I mean, they were okay, but I, I just love... I've always, like... Because it stemmed from Ellen. Like, I always wanted to do stage shows. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Evolution doesn't do that many stage shows, but like RuPaul's is a stage show, and right. you know, um, I, I loved working on that. It's just so fun to be on the stage and being around like you know all the talent, like all the cast and uh, the show, and I just. I just love the, the the energy on set. I just, I love it. That's so fun. I mean, it's great that you found that. It seems like you have so many great people that are also, like, supporting you. I do want to talk about that line producer more. So, like, how does he act as a mentor to you uh, and, and teach you eventually what you'll want to do? Um, uh, I mean, from day-to-day stuff, like, I do... His job is mostly uh, hiring... A lot of budget stuff, a lot of talking with the network. So how it works is like for people who don't know, it's mm-hmm. the Bravo doesn't produce like the Real Housewives. Like they do produce it in fact that like you know when we're in post and stuff, like they do send us notes and stuff they want. But they really what they do is they pay Evolution Media to make the show, um, and then um, when we edit it and stuff, and um, they're the ones that that they have little they have most of the creative. Um, control on that but evolution really does produce the show i forget what the question was it was more about, about your music. relationship with the mentor gotcha, my yes <laughs> um, right. yeah. um so my relationship um with my line producer is good i mean he um I, I mean i help him do a lot of stuff like i'm kind of you know he'll whenever he's too busy you know he'll send me stuff and um I mean, he's really hard on me um, but I kind of appreciate that because, you know, nice. when I mess up, like he'll tell me, he's like, Kevin, man, like, come on, man. So like, what's, it, what's an example of something that like you could mess up? Uh, it, it usually just be small stuff, but I mean, it's like, uh, like I'll like be making like a, uh, like a check request or like a purchase order for something mm-hmm. and like, I'll make a spelling error or I'll like write a wrong number down or I'll like, I'll. So this um, this has happened, right? You, like there's yeah, been a time yeah. where you're doing a check request, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. You, you put the wrong number down or something yeah. like that. How does that happen? Just me being either too busy or like, and just like doing it too quickly or me just, you know, some days I just, I don't know, I just look at the wrong thing and I just put the wrong thing down. It doesn't happen <laughs> that often, but like when it does, like, you know, he's hard on me. He's like, man, you can't be making these mistakes. Um, and I mean, um, it's so, I, I think it's so funny like we're I, we're doing these jobs and like these there's millions of dollars being passed around and just like oh like put a wrong number down like that's a million dollars that could be like messed up there mm-hmm. it's uh it's I, I find it crazy that like sometimes of, of what we do in this industry just of how much money is mm-hmm. really on the line mm-hmm. and so it's it's funny, like, it's just a simple mistake like that yeah, can no. actually be pretty detrimental. That, that's why he's hard on me, because he's like, um, uh, I mean, he just wants me to get better, like, get better at what I do, and I, I really appreciate how hard he is on me, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'll make that mistake, and I'll be like, oh, damn, I messed up, so, like, next time I go and do this, like, I'll double and triple check a million times, and, like, before I turn anything in. Um, so, it really helps a lot, but my relationship with him is great. Um, I mean, he's brought me back for three seasons, so... Uh, I do consider him uh, my mentor right now because he is the producer I worked with the most. Nice, um, but he's great. You guys text your your text him. Oh yeah, we. I mean, in the off season, like he'll text me every once in a while, like ask me like what we're doing. Like I just went to I went to Hawaii and he was you know text me about like my Hawaii trip and stuff. Like, oh, so we. That's nice. Yeah, I wouldn't say like we hang out on like you know every once in a while. Like we don't do that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we do we do talk. 
audience, not just you know about the show. And stuff, right. So that's really fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of the show, I do want to. I'm sure there's maybe some listeners here are like, oh, I'm just gonna look up Real Housewives on podcasts and see what happens. Like, oh, well, look at I stumbled across this. So is there any inside scoop that that the listeners would want to know? I, I don't watch Real Housewives. I don't think I've ever even seen an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't even watch a show. But you don't even watch a show. Do you like the show? I do. It's just like when you're when you're there for everything, it's like I know what's happening. Right. And like uh, it's funny, my, my line producer yells at me all the time. He's like, You have to watch a show. He's like, You have to watch a show. And I was telling him like I'm gonna watch a show, but it's just like <laughs> when when you're there for, you know, some of those really long like twelve, sometimes even like fifteen hour days, it's like I don't wanna like like experience this again. Uh, I can totally I mean I hear all the time of like for instance you know, I, I want to go into more scripted TV comedy, and I hear all the time of like comedy showrunners, like when they're watching TV, they're not watching other sitcoms. Like mm-hmm. they really need to separate themselves mm-hmm. from what they're doing, so they watch like an hour long drama or something like that. I, so I could totally mm-hmm. see why it could be a little daunting to just work all day and then go home and and turn on your guilty pleasure show, but then it still feels like work at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So yeah, really, why would you do that? Yeah, but um, for like stuff I could say about the show, like this season's pretty crazy. Um, we had um one of our cast members actually. Um, her husband is a pretty famous lawyer in L.A. and uh, he's getting um sued actually for like stealing money from some of his clients. And so that happens in the middle of when we were shooting last season. So, and a lot of people think that, like, um, you know, Housewives is scripted, but it, it's really not. I mean, they will push some, you know, certain narratives uh, of some stuff, but you know, most of that, it, it's, it's all real. And, like, stuff like that, like, for, you know, one of our cast members' husbands to, uh, you know, had this huge lawsuit that is, um, you know, everyone knows about, um, just to happen in the middle of like, shooting the show. Um, it, it was like gold for the producers because, you know, this, the, they basically focused on this the entire season. Oh my God. Um, and we, this is one of the longest, uh, I think there's 20 episodes a season and that is one of the longest seasons that, uh, they put out, I think ever on, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, just cause there's so much content this season. I have so much, uh, respect for those people like scripted. I, it's it's great. You know, there's geniuses who put together these stories, but unscripted, being able to put people in a place and somehow a story comes out of it, but every single time it does, I have so much respect for those people who are the development behind those unscripted reality shows. And uh, do you have any relation to that department? Is there anything you'd ever want to do with them? Or no, I I, I love production so much I don't I don't really see myself moving out of production I get that I like I don't even watch a show like I I, <laughs> I never I've never been like um interested in doing story like I actually when I worked on the Meet the Frazier show the first show I worked on Evolution mm-hmm. um they were shooting in Rhode Island and I was actually in um the office out in Burbank so there wasn't much production stuff for me to do so I was basically like kind of like a post PA and this is at a time where I was still trying to figure out really what I wanted to do so I was close with our um, uh, post-executive producer, and she would have me, um, you know, go on to add it and kind of, like, 
basically do what like a story editor does and you know help them pull clips um and you know string uh, put st- string along the clips i forget what it's called like a string out or something like that um but i ended up realizing how much i hated that and just being behind the computer all day and just you know looking at footage is just it's too much. It's not something I want to do. I don't know how they do that for 12 hours a day. You want to, you want to be active. You want I to want keep to yourself going. Um, so you also mentioned that in the beginning, you mentioned that eventually you might want to do production for a network. And so what, what do you mean by that? Like, is there any network you have in mind or what types of shows? Um, so the difference between like working for a network and like being like a line producer on the show is mm-hmm. like line producers will, um, they just produce that single show. Um, and a, um, it's called like a VP of production at like a network. They're Mm -hmm. kind of in charge of, um, you know, doing the budgets with all the different shows they're doing. And it's not only just like, like I would love just to be like a line producer for, you know, the rest of my career, but it's like, it, it comes down to the hours. Like, uh, when you're working for like a network, it's more of like a traditional, like nine to five type job. And I feel like down the road. Um, cause they're, they're, I've heard of burnout in production so much where people just get so tired of the, the constant long hours that, um, you've really realized that like you're taking up so much time with work that you kind of just want to like step back and do something else like that. So I get that right now when you're young, you, you, you yeah. do this production, but like eventually when you're older, you want to have a little more of a nine to five. Yeah. I would like to have a little bit more, you know, you know, time, you know, get like health benefits and like, um, those health benefits get, uh, you know, pay time off because mm-hmm. it's, you know, like we're freelance. We don't, we don't like when you get on those shows, like you can't be like, Hey, like I'm going to be gone for like these three or four days. Like, cause they, they might not hire you because of that. Because when we're shooting for like four months, like they need you to basically be there those four months. Like you can't have like a plan. I mean, you can, but like I said, you might not get hired because of it. If, if you're missing a, a decent amount of time. So if you work for a network, I mean, you get the, all those benefits and stuff. But when you're on the show, like you're on that show for, that amount of time and like you really don't have days off unless you know you're you're sick or you know family emergency or you know like it's really just a grind it really right? is. From, the, from the start to the finish it really is. and what channel is beverly uh, is real housewives of beverly hills on uh bravo it's on bravo. bravo okay got it so here's another question here you are you're you're the the line producer you're you're the production guy you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. right let's say 10 years from now what is the dream show that you want to line produce? What is it a talk show? Is it a competition show? What is it? Um, it's funny because it used to be the Ellen DeGeneres show. Mm-hmm. And then after all that stuff came out about her. And right, stuff it's, came out. I actually, I had heard from, because I, I didn't want to believe it at first, but I, I had heard from some people that I knew that had worked on the show and they're all like, yeah, like she is, that show is an absolute nightmare to work on. But um, what I want to work on is I, I love talk shows like, uh, I worked on um, Steve Harvey show for a bit. I didn't do production for them. I did uh, some audience coordinating because mm. um, I worked for an audience coordinating company for when I first moved out here just to do part-time work. And I just love the atmosphere and uh, of working like in a studio with like a live audience, like doing everything. You don't do it live, but it's kind of like, you right. know, you, you have people there that you're basically like, you know, you're doing a show in front of people so it's not like housewives where you know they'll stop down and uh, um, you know they can just stop filming, um, um, but like when you're on those those bigger talk shows, like I mean they got a, they got a whole audience that they got there. They got to like get through the show, and it's it's like, it's more um, uh, it's more like exciting, you know, 
during during the shooting compared to like you know when we're just shooting at like a restaurant and like in the housewives like just I don't know the atmosphere is different on a talk show. I totally get that. So is there any type of talk show that you would like? Could it just be any late night show, or is it something? Is there anything more concrete there that you're so passionate about that could be really fun to work? Um. Yeah, nothing really. I mean, I do love talk shows. Like, I would do like a daytime talk show or uh, yeah. late night. Like, doesn't matter to me. But um, I would down the road like to you know make my way back to like doing stage shows and doing um, that'd be really talk fun. shows like that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I like what I do now. So if I'm doing Housewives or something like that, like twenty years down the road, like I would still be content. That's great. I mean, all this is great. I, I mean. You, you, Kind of got it all figured out, it seems like. Would you say so? Uh, yeah. For, Does it feel like that? Do you yeah, ever... it feels like that, but who knows, you know, stuff changes. You never know. Like, maybe I'll, you know, burn out in production uh, down the road and, you know, want to do something else. Maybe do, like, segment producing or something. I don't know. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And, well, I mean, unscripted also, I mean, it's taken off. I, like, everybody is watching these reality shows like these. But like that, there was the circle on Netflix. We watched that. Everything. There's so many types of game shows and reality shows. It's a great place to be in right now. It's not going anywhere. Nowhere. No. Um, anything? Anything you want to say? I, I I feel like we really covered everything. You have such a great story of how you got here. It's a great goal of what you want to do. Very different uh, from I feel like most people. But it's awesome that I think you're so passionate about this part of the industry because it's it, I, I, it's not going anywhere yeah but is there anything you want to say any last piece of information you want to give uh, to everybody? not really I feel like you, you did a really good job of getting everything out of me I mean any you know, any advice you want to say advice uh, I can give some advice because um, because I do I do have I do hire people because I'm the coordinator, so I will I will help like hiring production assistants. And like what what you notice is, um, like people want to work with people that you know they're hard workers and then you get along with. Because mm. um, we work freelance, like everyone's so expendable. Like there's always someone else that can replace you. Right. So like if you're not doing a good job, you know people notice that, and then that could you know that one time you kind of slacked off. Like when, you know, talks, um, you know, when we talk about rehiring people, like that'll come up. And like I said, like there's so many people that are trying to get into this industry that it is really easy to find someone else who is, you know, like hungrier and will work hard um, just to, you know, be in that position that you're in. So it's just like, if you really want to get in this, in this industry, you got to just like, you got to work hard and you got to have like a good rapport with everyone because if people don't like working with you, they're not going to hire you back. Like it's... But yeah, that just work hard and the work will come to you because they like working with you. They're going to keep hiring you. That's yeah, that's great to hear. That's great advice. I mean, you know, like people always say impressions, especially first impressions mean a lot. And like from what you're saying, it really does. Like that's how it all comes down to when it comes to hiring people for a show. Mm -hmm. That is good to know for people trying to get into the industry. Well... It was great having you on the podcast. I mean, I think even the, it's very interesting. You know, this podcast called The Mailroom, like you almost did it. You almost did The Mailroom and then you diverged to something so different. Almost. It seems like it was such a great decision for you to do. I, I, I thought that was like an awesome story that you told of 
how you eventually ended up here and it, I'm really excited to see what you eventually do down the road. Appreciate it. Of course. All right. Well, signing off here. That was Kevin Barla, everybody. He's a production coordinator on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He's going to be doing that for a little bit until February 2022. So also, are you, you're on for editing, you're on for all of that? No, so you're out, right? Just, when they stop filming? When we're done principal photography, which is like the, the bulk of shooting, that's when I'm done. And then you get out of there, and then you move on to the next thing. Move on to the next one. That's, that's the cycle. Well, thank you, Kevin. Again, this is The Mailroom, where my name is Stephen Arano, and I interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. My brother Ross is producing. Thank you to him. And we will see you next time in the mail.